listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Everybody and welcome to Alive Again on Pet Life Radio. My name is Brent Atwater. I'm the animal medium. That's right. I look at, see, and talk face to face to dead pets. And today we have a guest host, Amanda Powers, and we really appreciate her being here today because she's orchestrating our new events that we're having. And what we're doing, and I'm really excited about this because we're going to be doing them at least once a month, is we're having live text. And when we can get it all down, we'll get you to text, and then perhaps we can even get you on the phone to answer our questions. So be alert to the events on my page, whether it's the Animal Medium page or Brent Pet Loss on Facebook and on our Pet Life Radio page. We'll announce when our text events are, and if we get them in at the same time that we're on the air answering your text, we'll probably see if we can call you and get to talk to you live. So pay attention, and we'll look forward to seeing you. And today... We're going to have Amanda read questions to me, then we'll discuss them and answer them for you. And hopefully, somebody out there wants to know this question also. So check on us, check out our events, and follow us closely because we're going to be doing more live things. And before we start, here's a word from our sponsor. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All day play and overnight camp. Daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Yuppie Puppy City Kitty provides pet lovers an opportunity to earn up to 50% commission selling our premium pet products. Advocate Gina Brick says, The opportunity to share such a quality product line with other pet lovers is amazing. The support of the Yuppie Puppy City Kitty family while working the business is a true gift. Mention special code PETLIFE when you enroll today and receive three additional products free. Find us at www.ypckpets.com. That's ypckpets.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back. And oh, by the way, since we are back, let me remind you, you can ask questions about signs from deceased pets. We have a book on that called After Death Signs from Pets in the Afterlife. Check it out. The techniques over there work, and you will be able to connect with your pet. And you're going, well, what does connect mean? I can't talk to them. Well, animal communication and animal connection are two totally different things. And so check out, we have a video over on YouTube, got a whole channel over there answering your questions. And there's a video that talks about the difference between animal connection and animal communication. And if you keep hearing this little pinging during, that's the text coming in, so send on yours. Okay, Amanda, what's the first one we're dealing with today? Okay, the first question. On page 49 in the Animal Reincarnation book, the prayer to send energy to assist in reincarnation 
if we are energy sensitive, will we feel a change in our energy or their energy? What That's interesting. It goes on to say, what does a feeling of a change in their energy mean? Okay. Now, Amanda, I believe you tried some of these techniques. So how did that feel from your experience? From my own personal experience, when I was working with some of these techniques, I guess the only way I can describe it is that I felt Dynamite's presence, in my case, just something washed over me that felt like her presence when she was here. And that feels sort of like a warm glow to you, didn't it? Like when Mike died, I felt like somebody poured warm chocolate all over me. It was like a glow that you just couldn't explain, but it was there. It's really comforting, too. Yes. Yes. And you have no qualms. But to answer this specifically is everybody, first of all, when you send a prayer to assist in reincarnation, if you're energy sensitive, is the change that you feel in the energy yours or theirs. It's their energy that you feel because the prayer is about connecting with and being connected to the electromagnetic sensitivity of them. So even as a pet's dying, you can feel their energy change. And it says, what does a feeling in energy change feel like? Well, as Amanda said, and I felt when she, when dynamite came to her, it was like a a feeling of well-being. Well, when Mike came to me, which was my fiance that was killed, it was like somebody poured warm chocolate all over me, just a warm warmth all over me. But when I'm working with and connecting to pets that I've not met before, that connection, and not communication, that connection, which is electromagnetic, is it feels like fat air, or it can feel like tingles, or you can get God bumps, which are goosebumps all over you, and that's a sign of truth. God bumps means that you're hearing the truth or feeling the truth. A lot of people feel like it's a pressure with an air. And you can go on our YouTubes and you can see a video there of all of the ways to connect with your pet. So you can take the book and you can match it to the videos and you can do them together because it's like a hands-on guide for you to do it. It shows you actually how to do it and it shows you how to wave your hands and how to move your hands so you can feel that energy. But it's like fat air. It could be cool and tingly or it could just feel like a warm presence. So the energy sensitivity is your sensitivity to their electromagnetic energy that they're radiating toward you. And that is what makes the difference. And every animal sends a different energy form, as in dynamite might have sent a warm energy feel. My dog friend sends a cool, heavy energy. So every animal sends its own electromagnetic pattern. And you're going, well, why? Just like every soul is different and every snowflake is different, every energy pattern is unique and individualized to your soul. That means Amanda's is different from mine, that is different from Dynamite's, that is different from Mike's, that is different from Friends. And that's what sets the soul's energy apart. And that's what makes you special in all there is. And I had a question also that I want to answer that was one of the most interesting questions I've had, and I'm going to do a video on this also. If I say that pets go into sparkler form, does that mean they get lost into, as you say, Brent, all there is? No. All there is is made up of multiple particles of individual beings. So just like we were talking a minute ago, the electromagnetic imprint that your soul sends out is totally different than Amanda's or Mark's or Mike's or Dynamite's or Friend's. 
But all of those little independent being particles of sparkler form make up all there is or the universe. And that's why we say it goes back to oneness or wholeness. It's like the petals of a flower. Each petal is uniquely different, but it makes up the whole flower. So I hope that answered your question. What's next, Amanda? Okay, the next question. I lost my fur baby on January 16th, 2016. I did seek out a pet medium who informed me that my dog would return as a walk-in, but could not give me more specifics and stated that only God knows when she will return. I'm questioning the validity of this person's insights. Whoa, okay. Well, that's a good one. Well, first of all, when a animal communicator connects with a fur baby on the other side, they should ask their permission, and they should, in the beginning, identify that it's exactly your pet that you're connected to. And if a person said your pet would be a walk-in, then if they have tapped into that, quote, walk-in energy in the future that's in your pet's future, they're reading future energy. And if they're reading future energy, they should be able to tell you the time that walk-in will occur, what the walk-in vehicle will look like, i.e. the description of the pet. And when they say, oh, only God knows when she'll return, well, that's truth in that God knows when she'll return. But when an animal communicator says, I've tapped into the future energy and I can tell you it's a walk-in, every bit of the other information, the where, the why, the when, and what it's going to look like is all there. So when they specifically jump out and say, well, only God knows, what they're really saying is, I'm not completely tapping into that frequency to be able to give you all that information. I only have a partial connection, and all I can tell you, it's a walk-in. And oh, by the way, everything else is up for grabs. Well, I'd sort of be concerned when somebody says everything else is up for grabs, and yet they tell you it's going to happen. Because if they're truly and completely connected to future energy, they can see the where, the when, the what it'll look like. I mean, like Amanda, didn't we <laughs> Didn't we go looking for your little fur baby with exactly what it was going to look like? Oh, yes. Yes, we did. That yeah. was fun. That was a romp. Yeah. I, I had never seen, she's going to have a cutie pie. And then somebody says, well, what if my pet doesn't return on time? Interestingly enough, I just had somebody write me and say, well, my pet didn't come back on the exact day you said, but I've been fighting with my mom and I've been doing this and I've been doing this. And I'm thinking, well, no wonder. The pet didn't want to come back and all the emotional turmoil that was going around. So if your pet doesn't come back or doesn't walk in on the specific time that the animal communicator says, then sometimes there's an emotional reason and usually you want to look at your circumstances because pets want to come back to you. They're not making the trip back not to find you and they specifically in their future energy have all of this outlined so all of the details should be totally there. Hope that answers you, and thanks so much for asking. I appreciate it. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. You think that you're rescuing them, but honestly, they're going to end up rescuing you. You don't know what they've gone through. And they're not going to be perfect. And they are so happy that you are taking a chance on them to be a part of your family. I urge you to go down to your local shelters, pounds, dog rescues, foundations, you name it, and rescue a dog. Once you get your rescue dog, you should definitely order some Dinovite. Go online and order it. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. <laughs> 
Dinovite. It's awesome stuff. 90 days of Dinovite will make your dog a happy dog. It will help them with their overall health. You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Dinovite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Call 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Looking for the best advice on pet health, safety, and travel? Connect with the Pet Lady. Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady, will surely be in a city near you real soon. She will be spreading the good news for pets and pet lovers from tips on dog and cat care, pet industry trends, and the best events for you and your four-legged family members. Need a great gift idea or insights on the hottest pet gadgets? Simply follow the Pet Lady on Twitter at Pet Lady World. You can also learn more at the Pet Lady at thepetlady.net. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, we're back and we want to thank you for our sponsors. And we'd like to say if you know anybody that would like to sponsor our show, send them an email and we'll see if it's a fit because there are a lot of folks listening to our show that would love to learn about your product. Now, as I'm sitting here today, and because we're all tapped in and sort of a family, I'm thinking to myself, Amanda, I'm hearing in my head that Dynamite has sent you some uh, signs recently. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Okay. For those of you who haven't heard, and this is our first show, I have a book called After Death Signs for Pets, and uh, we got a really active little Dynamite on the other side that's Amanda's fur baby. And tell us, what has Dynamite done recently to let you know that they're alive and well on the other side? Okay. Well, actually, it was actually the day of my reading with you and with Dynamite. I walked outside after the reading. It was time to take my dogs, my other two boys out. And I look up in the tree and there was a a cardinal, a red bird, just perched. Only bird I really saw outside. And something just told me to look in that direction. And I saw it just in time for it to kind of flutter away. Well, that's because that's a sign that comes out of the side of your eye. And you'll see that we have had questions last week in our show about our cardinal signs from the other side. And yes, and we talked about Julie, who sent a cardinal to a lady that had not seen a cardinal in a year. And she had asked Julie, send me a sign. And she walked outside and there was this big old cardinal sitting right there. And there hadn't been one around her house for a year. So a cardinal is a really definitive sign, really also because they stand out. I mean, yo, there's a big red bird. You're going to pay attention to that. So I think that's wonderful. Now, what were the other signs she'd sent? And especially with that cardinal, it really stood out because we just had quite a bit of snow. So it was was really beautiful, you know, just to see it against the white backdrop. But um, additionally, um, she loves, we've established that Dynamite likes to use nature. That's her probably preferred way to send signs. And it was after our reading um, in my house, I hadn't seen any for a while. And all of a sudden, some ladybugs show up. Cool. And, and uh, ladybugs is also a sign. Ladybugs are for change. They're a good sign. Right. Yeah, I believe they're referenced in your, your new book with, about the signs. Yeah, we have a whole section on what they mean. So if you've got some bug, bird, or critter out there, you can look it up under for dogs or deer or goose or doves or whatever. And there it is. You can look it up and go, oh, that's what that means. So I think it's interesting. Mike used to send a fox. And he also sent mallards on my pond because mallards mate for life and he would send geese and geese mate for life. And he would send a pair every anniversary. And on Valentine's, he sent a pair 
of mallards to let me know that there's an eternal pair forever and always and there it was and I just sort of broke down and cried and said thank you Mike for my valentines and I appreciate it but remember always be open to the signs and don't doubt your pet you can doubt yourself but let your pet come on down what's our next one what do we have I got this little things just ringing over here what do you okay mean? all right our next question I've often heard people say that a soul may need help crossing over is this the case with pets Nope, nope, and nope. Why? Because every soul has their own journey, and all the soul has to do is slip out of its pet suit or human suit and then cross the death line and then go to all there is. And the thing that just frustrates me so much is everybody says, is my pet okay on the other side? Yeah. The minute they get out of their pet suit, does he need to heal over there? Is he safe over there? Yeah. Yeah. So the one thing I want everybody to know, he's okay. He loves you. He's fine. He's waiting for you. That's right. You to talk to him. Let him know that you're glad he's alive and well on this new journey. And I know when you're in the middle of grief, that's a hard thing to do. But a pet does not need help in crossing over. Now, if you want to say a prayer, like I release you and set you free to be all you are and all you can be, that's fine. That's beautiful. Or like I did when Ugly was having seizures to pull out of her cat suit. Go, Ugly, go. Go, Ugly, go. We did a video on that. I think it's number 34. But the whole point being is celebrate that they're getting out of the pet suit that was sick or dismembered or disfigured and it didn't serve them any longer. So they're happy the nanometer, tiny, instantaneously, they get their last part of the soul out of there. And that's what's important. No, they do not need help in crossing over. Next question. I hear about animals choosing their exit points. This is hard to understand when our dog was running and hit by a car and killed. Can you please comment? First of all, we did a video on sudden and unexpected pet deaths. And a lot of people will say to you, oh, they decided to leave or oh, they decided to commit suicide and go to the other side because they had to help grandma or they need to go see a pet on the other side. Well, first of all, not true, mm-mm, wrong. Now, sometimes a sudden accident, although it looks like a sudden accident, is planned. And here's what I want you to do. Let me give you this exercise. Go back and look for the memory moment. And we did a video on the memory moment. We did a radio show on the memory moments. A memory moment is an exaggerated time when your pet seems like everything is absolutely normal or it's aberrant behavior prior to the death event. And that normally occurs about two weeks prior, anywhere in that two-week, 14-day span. You will see there will be a memory moment. And in knowing that, you will understand that the accident or being hit and killed by a car was not an accident. Your pet knew when it was going to pass. We did a video that says, does your pet know when it's going to die? And although it's a touchy subject, watch the video over on YouTube. It answers you. And yes, they do know when they're going to die. And a lot of times, a pet will use an accidental death because A, you don't know they have an illness and they do. B, they may have an illness and they don't want you to have to linger with them through that. C, their job is up on earth and it's time to go, so they just vacate the fursuit. But the most important thing to know is even when it's an accident that you think it's an accident and there's no way, is they don't hurt. They have already vacated their fursuit, like pulled out of it. If you could see the energy like I see the energy, when I see a dead animal pull out of their fursuit, they have already left the fursuit 
before that body gets run over. Because why would they stay in it? Hello? So they vacate the fursuit before the car runs over them. And although you as a human being have to see the aftermath of that, you're literally seeing as if somebody threw a raincoat under a school bus and the school bus ran over it in the rain. It's totally vacated fursuit. Then the last part, which is the hardest part, is was there a lesson in it? If it wasn't a lesson in it, like don't be letting your dog run loose on the side of a highway so it could get hit, you're going, oh, you didn't say that, did you? Yeah, I did. Maybe there is a lesson in it, and that lesson is only for you to know. So I'm not going to give any comments about that. That's something you have to search your heart for. But if there's no lesson involved, then look for the memory moment, because I guarantee you, you'll find it. And what you thought was an accident or a horrific event, it was really planned because the memory moment, although you didn't know it was, really was, and it was sort of announcing that that was going to occur. But And the sad part is, once you ever know a memory moment, it's like you recognize them. I mean, Amanda, won't you know if your dogs are giving you memory moments if they're starting toward their aging process? Oh, yes. I would definitely recognize it now, knowing what I know now. And I mean, it's something you would look for if your dog was sick, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if they were showing me any signs, I would not leave, that I would know to recognize, I would stay by their side. Yeah, you'd be sitting there going, all right, is that a memory moment or is that not a memory moment? Because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's the way, anytime you've ever figured that out, that's what you do as your dogs get older or your cats or your ferrets or your frogs or whatever. Once you've un- learned how to identify a memory moment, when in doubt, if your pet is th- you thinking your pet's on the way out, look and see if it's a memory moment. If it's not, your pet's going to stay. Because they normally will give you that two weeks prior and then 48 hours prior, they'll give you another one and then they know. So an accident is really always pre-planned because it's about the appropriateness in your life. For instance, and we had did a radio show on this. I don't know which one it is, but it's back up in the archives. A lady had a farm and she ran over her Jack Russell. And it was it's one of my it's one of the most poignant, heartfelt shows you've ever heard. And she ran over her Jack Russell and she felt guilty about it. Well, The Jack Russell chose to leave at that time because her husband had fourth stage cancer and they were getting ready to lose their house and she had to move to go to the hospital to follow her husband. So her pet lovingly decided to leave because it was too much for her to handle having the pet and paying attention, take care of a pet while she had a husband and a house and moving and all this stuff on her plate that she didn't even know was coming up that the pet did know was coming up. So in the plan of things, the pet chose to accidentally leave in advance of all of the human journey learning opportunities and horrific ins and outs and passings and movings and everything she was having, turmoil that she was having to go through. But she didn't know it when the pet passed, and she thought that that was the absolute worst that the pet passed. Well, in hindsight, the pet was leaving so it would free her up to handle the rest of the journey, and then the pet returned after she got situated many years later. Okay, I think we have another question from Susan. What is that, Amanda? Okay, Susan says, I lost my 12-year-old Boston Terrier Spike on October 8th this year. His passing was so sudden and unexpected. The emergency vet would not let me be with him at the moment of his passing, which was really traumatic for me. I feel his presence so strongly still. It feels like he is with me all the time. Sometimes it is just overwhelming. Is there something I should do to help him cross over, or is he just trying to comfort me by letting me know he is still with me? I think the most important thing about that is, Susan, you have to 
experience what you are feeling. Just like you said, you feel his presence with you and you think because his presence with you, it doesn't mean he's crossed over. Well, that's not the case at all. He's totally and completely crossed over. And Amanda, tell her your experience of when Dynamite crossed over and how you felt just immediately afterwards. Yeah, with her, it was, she also passed very suddenly. So I completely understand Susan's feeling of trauma. But she, Dynamite, almost the instant she passed, she told me in my heart, and I didn't even know at the time what I was hearing because I didn't have a full understanding of all of this. But she basically told me she would be back and she was still there. And how did you feel her, though? Remember you said that you sort of felt her presence around you, even though you knew she her fursuit was, quote, dead? Right. I mean, I was looking at her. Yeah, she was, her fursuit was gone, but it was kind of just a wash, a feeling, a tingly feeling, a wash over me. And it just felt like it would normally feel when she walked in a room wagging her tail and, you know, how <laughs> she would cheer me up. It just felt like very comforting it just felt like her her like soul's embodiment yeah and that's and see susan what you're mistaking here is just really your awareness is when you said you feel his presence so strongly that it feels like he's with you all the time well yay go spike that means that spike is strong from the other side and so you say is there anything you should do to help him cross over uh no That's the perfect sign that he has left his fursuit and is already starting his new journey with you as a living pet spirit. So you're taking his strong living pet spirit energy out of context and thinking he's like hanging out with you to like say, I'm not crossed over, I'm waiting for you. And that's another thing that animal communicators tell people. Well, you're so sad he's hanging around to be with you. Wrong no, doesn't happen that way. The minute they get out of the fursuit, they're on the other side. If they're hanging out with you, that is proof positive that there's life after death and that their living pet spirit energy is with you. And is there anything you should do to help him cross over? <clears throat> nope. That's his soul journey. Now, if you have a pet that is sick, like really sick, and you would like to give them energy to help them feel better or to decide to cross over or to just genuinely get through that time, you can hold your pet's paws in your front hands, or you can just say this from your heart. I ask, and it is my intent, from the love in my heart, to send you my life force energy to use as you so choose. I'm going to say that one more time. Get your pencils out. I ask, and it is my intent, from the love in my heart, to send you my life force energy to use as you so choose. Now, that's in my book, After Death Signs, and that's in my book, Animal Life After Death and Animal Reincarnation, so you can see it written down there. But what that does is it basically makes you an energy generator that sends the energy to the pet. Then the pet, and the most important part is to say, as you so choose, can use that energy to get healthier, to sleep and be pain-free, or to use that energy to kickstart their crossing to the other side. So it's a very powerful player that can be used to help a pet heal, to help maintain their well-being during a horrific time, or to help them have the energy to kickstart going to the other side. But helping them cross over? No. That's their job. They do it by themselves. We all do that by themselves. And people say, well, I didn't think so. What about when people pass at hospice and everybody's standing around them? Well, although the prayers are good 
and everything's nice, that's when your soul's journey, just like free will choice, is just your soul's journey. You come in alone, you go out alone. Now, it doesn't mean you're alone as in nobody cares about you or anything like that. It means that your soul has to vacate the suit it's in to cross to the other side. That's what the aloneness means. It's not about you're emotionally or spiritually alone. Because I know the minute that I slip out of my suit, Mike's going to be there on the other side. I know that when my pets slip out of their suit, I can watch them and I'm right with them going, you go. And they're, then they're right back sitting down beside me. And just like Amanda felt there, you know, even though Dynamite had just slipped out of that precious little fursuit of hers, all of a sudden she just was right there. And the key part of this is the fact that Spike has such strong energy that it almost, you said, made you uncomfortable. Well, don't let it be, make you uncomfortable. Celebrate, 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 celebrate his energy. Yeah, that's a like big kiss on the cheek. Oh, moi, mom, I made it. I'm cool. I'm fine. And let's rock on in our new life. So celebrate Spike's energy presence. You are blessed, girlfriend. That's all I can say about that. Well, you know what I think I'm going to do? I, instead of going to do a next question, we'll just put it in our next show because we have a whole lot more to answer. And I thank each and every one of you who have taken your time to text us because it allows me to know what you want to know. Now, if we haven't addressed your question today, we've got several shows that are text questions, and we're going to continue to do them on a monthly basis, and we would like you to join us. In the meantime, go over to my YouTube. Lots of archives over there. Check out our Pet Life archives right here. Lots of archives there. And you can send us questions to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. You can text the questions to our show number that we've provided on Facebook and in my Facebook group. And we would very much like you to take advantage of all the free work resources that we have out there. Because our job is to be the voice of pets on the other side. To help you understand that they're alive and well and waiting for you to come on and catch up and communicate and begin a very close and personal mind-only journey with an animal that just left his fursuit and is ready to rock on with you in another form. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.